At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is Live Bet Saturday on VSAN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back in. It's another hour of Live Bet Saturday presented by BetMGM from all across Las Vegas. I'm Ben Wilson here at our South Point Sportsbook Studios. Big thanks to our producer, Matt Santos, behind the glass for keeping the show afloat while we've got Jeff Parles at Mandalay Bay, Paul Stone over at Circa. And uh, just as we all thought, uh, guys, we've, we've got some potential early upsets already brewing in the late afternoon window here on this final week of the college football regular season. As we go through the games here that are underway, some big scares, maybe some in-game potential. Uh, Jeff, Indiana, 7-3 lead on Purdue, and we'll have a fourth and two here at the Purdue 45, four and a half to go first quarter. Yeah, Jeff shakes the head, and that is the proper reaction in the Big Ten West. It has mean... been a mess. <laughs> Where with Iowa's <sighs> upset loss yesterday to Nebraska, Purdue wins this game as a 10-point favorite. They are in to the Big Ten championship game next week. If Purdue loses... You could somehow, someway have a scenario where Illinois, if they beat Northwestern up 7-0 against the Wildcats earlier, Illinois could backdoor their way against Michigan in the Big Ten championship game. So question now becomes, Jeff, we'll wait to see what happens on a fourth and two, but Purdue now down to short three-and-a-half-point favorites. You, you possibly interested in uh, getting involved here after the slow start? Maybe. I will say this. Indiana, well, Indiana may not throw a pass. Did Indiana throw on that play, no, Ben? They, I don't have that monitor. No, they had a great wide receiver reverse on fourth and two for, for 70 yards So, so in, Indiana's, Indiana's on their fourth quarterback this year, Dexter Williams. I don't think Indiana's going to throw a pass today, Ben. I really don't. So, if you're Purdue and you can't beat a team that may not throw a forward football pass the entire day today, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, you don't deserve to go to Indianapolis. With that said, if Illinois does get there, 
that we saw that last week. Illinois almost, I mean, look, Illinois very easily could have won that game last week. Very easily could have beat Michigan in the big house. So if I'm Michigan, I'd much rather see Purdue. I don't see how Michigan lose, like even plays, a, they could play a close game against Purdue because Purdue always seems to be in tight games, except for that Iowa game. But look, I, I if it's Illinois, that's going to be interesting to see where that line is, especially since we just had a recent data point of Illinois being a 17-point underdog on the road and having a real chance to win the game outright. Would be a you know a fascinating matchup if that's how it ends up working out. And uh, Indiana right now, I wonder like if if we see a, a any points here from Indiana, what does that in-game line become? I'm updating the screen. It's uh, Purdue minus 160 money line, two and a half live is what the Boilermakers are laying. Third and three for Indiana again, late first quarter, and the Hoosiers up seven three. Meanwhile, Paul, your Auburn Tiger play at plus 22, off to a good start in the Iron Bowl, big pass interference to give Auburn great field position on Alabama, and the Tide punched it in ah, right that's away. That's a problem. 7 nothing uh, Auburn, although Alabama is quickly on the move here. Big pass from Bryce Young. So eight minutes to go first quarter. And, uh, Paul, you're at least ahead, though. 13-and-a-half is now the live favorite here for Alabama, down from 22 pregame. Right, yeah, Auburn gets out to the 7-0 uh, lead, and uh, Alabama just strikes for a uh, about a 50 Yard connection there deep into uh, Auburn territory. So, you know, when you're catching 22, you like to score the first seven, but they're going to have to play a little defense. So uh, interesting uh, to, to see how it goes. Certainly, um, you know, you might think about, of course, at this point it's probably too late to get in on Alabama in game since they're about to uh, score a touchdown or to score anyway as far as a favorable price. But uh, a lot of football to be played. It'll be, uh, be interesting to see how it goes. We've seen Alabama really struggle in the red zone as of late. They just showed the graphic on the screen. They're down to 53% touchdown percentage over the last six games. We're 80% to start the year and have a second to goal right now. But an early good showing for Auburn, getting a lot of support, at least especially late in the betting market from, uh, from the underdog betters, plus the 22. And they'll, uh, they're up 7 nothing after defend a third and goal at about the four or five-yard line. Uh, there. In the meantime, Jeff, I, you know, I keep thinking, too, like where are these in-game opportunities potentially coming could we see one uh, in Corvallis where uh, Paul gave his reasoning why he liked Oregon State, took them plus four on the circuit opener. That line got all the way to Oregon State minus one or one and a half. Yet, uh, Jeff, you, you said this off air. You thought Bo Nix would play and would be pretty effective. He's looked pretty he good so playing. far. Uh, Oregon 7-3 here pretty early on, Jeff, and now laying a short price at uh, minus two and a half live. So this is one of those weird ones where where the line came out three and a half for a very short period of time when Oregon favored earlier in the week, got the three, where I still thought that Oregon State getting three was pretty reasonable. But once the favorites flipped, I, again, we saw this last week. Utah became a favorite. Bo Nix ended up playing and actually played really well against a good Utah team in a duck win last week. Yeah, I know Rising blew up in the second half, but Oregon still found a way to get the win. Uh, look, my whole bet was on Oregon getting one was I think Bo Nix is going to play based off the reports of him being out there and warming up with his team and looking relatively normal for having two ankle injuries. So, uh, again, if Oregon State beats me, then it kind of lines up with what the handicap was pregame or at the beginning of the week getting three, three and a half. Uh, but I think Oregon finds a way here in what is already looking like maybe the most even game of the day 
so far in, the, in this middle slate, Ben. Yeah, and Oregon State, as you, you mentioned, uh, Jeff, already on the move, just picked up yep. a uh, – just after, and also an Oregon penalty, too, after a big play. So down to the Oregon 21. You have to think there's going to be a lot of twists and turns in that spot. I, I, I certainly like where you're at, though, Paul, having the Oregon State plus four from the opener. Uh, could have been a spot where, yes, late uh, for, from Jeff's perspective, Oregon at that number catching one and a half, uh, not a bad play whatsoever. The other, the other thing I'm tracking too right now, Jeff, is just these uh, these huge favorites who are playing teams desperate to get bowl eligible. As you mentioned earlier, Jeff, and it was a good point, a lot of teams who are five and six right now just are not very good football teams in general. However, a couple of the big dogs have been awfully feisty. I mean, Rice in a tie game, 14 all against North Texas, catching a huge number. Rice in that game was catching 15. I know, uh, Paul, you uh, you, you giving out North Texas in the, in the Circa Friday Night Football Contest, uh, North Texas minus the 14. And then you have UTEP, 16.5-point underdogs. Again, both Rice and UTEP, five and six teams. And the Miners, Jeff, are up 14-0 on UTSA. Uh, you can get the Roadrunners now inside a field goal live if you were so inclined. I'm not, but <laughs> I mean, good, good for the Miners there, Ben. <laughs> I'm just saying, that's what's fascinating about Week 13 in college football. You get so many uh, ridiculous results like these that, at least early, will, will it last for 60 minutes? Uh, it's, uh, it's hard to say. Uh, and that's, uh, that is your game board there, as you see. If you're watching us uh, on uh, vsin.com or, or YouTube TV right now, with a 56.5 total UTEP, the Miners are on top early uh, over UTSA. All right, we continue to look here for some value a little bit later on uh, in the night session. We kind of sprinkle in some of your plays, Paul, as we get uh, further and further onwards towards uh, the night games tonight. So we just saw South Carolina back up that win over Tennessee last week with the big win over Clemson today. We're all wondering how Tennessee, though, the team who was just vanquished by South Carolina, is going to respond in this week's game against, a, uh, I say, rival, uh, sort of only half-jokingly. I mean, it's been one-way domination between Tennessee and Vanderbilt. But Vandy's gotten some love in the market from 17 at the Circa opener down to 14 here, uh, even though it'll be mostly Tennessee fans there in Nashville. Uh, Paul, what do you like in, uh, in this spot to Tennessee laying two touchdowns on the road against Vandy? Well, I'll say, first of all, Ben, you know, I typically am going to, you know, early in the season, throughout much of the season, I'm going to handicap games from what I consider to be a, fund a fundamental handicapping approach. Uh, that is assessing, you know, perhaps one team's strength against another team's weakness, uh, you know, a team that runs the ball well uh, versus a team that doesn't defend the ball, defend the run very well, those types of things. But when you get later in the season and you see some teams – top-end goals fall by the wayside, as we have in the case of Tennessee, then I start looking at it from more of a situational prism. Uh, you know, Tennessee, they were a team that, quite frankly, if they win their last two games, albeit both on the road, if they win at uh, South Carolina and then they win tonight at Vanderbilt, uh, this time last week uh, they had those two games still to go, then they're going to be in the four-team playoff. Uh, but alas, you know, their dream season – fell apart uh, at the seams this past Saturday in Columbia. They lose that game 63-38. to 38. They not only, unfortunately, lose their college football playoff hopes, but they lose their star quarterback, uh, Heisman contender uh, Hendon Hooker, to an ACL injury. Meanwhile, you've got Vanderbilt. They're off back-to-back -back SEC wins over both Kentucky and uh, Florida. The Commodores, they can play, you know, they can play a little offense. They need a third straight win, obviously, to qualify for a bowl game. Tennessee, I think they're hurting physically uh, and emotionally. Um, it just all points towards, uh, you know, things 
being in Vanderbilt's corner. They don't have to win the game. If they can just keep it under a 14-point uh, margin of victory, then you've got to win. So I like Vanderbilt plus 14 over Tennessee. All right, Jeff, you think in the same uh, line as Paul there? Oh, this is, look, the, this adjustment of Hooker being out to Joe Milton's not enough. We saw what Joe Milton is as a SEC starting quarterback before Hooker got the job in the middle of last season. Joe Milton's not good, Ben. And you look at Vandy, they're playing well, and they actually are a pretty good offensive football team at this point. Look, uh, 14, I, w- I was stunned. It was th- it's still that much. Uh, I thought it should be closer to 10, maybe even less than 10, with the difference from Hooker to Milton. I, I think that is a whole six points from what from Hooker to Milton. I really do. That's not what the market is translating here. And, Ben, I would not be shocked. I'm, I don't know if I'm going to do it. I may put pizza money on it, but I very well may end up having pizza money on Vandy outright here. They are playing great football, and a team with that emotional letdown that Paul put out yeah. there, you lose the chance at the playoff by getting blasted by South Carolina. And not only that, you lose your best player and your fearless leader in one fell swoop. That is a lot for 20-year-old kids to overcome. So Vandy plus 14, I love it. And I wouldn't be shocked if the Doors win this thing outright. Four to one on the money line right now. Clark Lee, could Vandy somehow get bowl eligible? Would be one of the uh, the unsung stories of the college football season if Vandy was able to do that and get to six and six, considering where that program has been uh, amidst the dregs there of the SEC. Uh, one quick update here before we hit a break. So in Bloomington, and thanks to Jeremy Wengel, who's helping Paul out over at Circa for alerting me to this, Dexter Williams, as Jeff mentioned, already the fourth quarterback for Indiana, looked like he took a big shot to the knee, Long uh, long injury timeout there in Bloomington, but he is out being carted off the field. We'll get you the updated line there, but Indiana has the ball in the Purdue red zone, but down to a fifth-string quarterback, up 7-3. Maybe an in-game angle we can explore next here on Live Bet Saturday. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, 
elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to point game. King of the court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Live Bet Saturday on VSAN, the sports betting network. The VEASAN Cyber Monday deal is on now. Sign up today to become a VEASAN Pro subscriber, and you'll get a daily recap of the top plays made by VEASAN show hosts and guests. Tools like our betting splits to let you see where the money and bets are moving every game. Deep dive daily betting reports, plus our upcoming College Bowl and Super Bowl betting guides. New VEASAN Pro annual subscribers get a $30 credit to the VEASAN store, as the VEASAN store is a great place to shop for VEASAN sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, and other great gear. Hurry, this is a limited-time Cyber Monday offer, so sign up now. For the perfect sports betting holiday gift at vcin.com slash subscribe. We're now underway with all the late afternoon kickoffs, including those that started at 4 o'clock Eastern. Although, quick update, though, as we welcome you back, there was a big injury in Indiana. But keep in mind, for the Hoosiers, Dexter Williams, fourth-string quarterback already, Indiana is turning back here to Connor Bazelock, who'd been a starter at one point, was benched. He's now in there. Hoosiers a chance for a field goal. So, I, yeah, I just thought of this, you know, Jeff, as the potential for maybe an in-game look here to Purdue if there is a buy point uh, with a very slow start for uh, for the Boilermakers. Again, keeping in mind, if Purdue win, they are into the Big Ten championship game with a loss. It would likely be Illinois, who's up 7-0 on Northwestern right now. Uh, so if Indiana makes this kick here, which, uh, based on my screen, it has not been kicked yet. Oh, now it has, and that thing, uh, that thing was kicked to Muncie. Way wide. Oh, <laughs> I'm not sure we're going to get an. In- I mean, it's still Purdue minus three and a half here. I was hoping to get below a field goal. I'm not sure I can pull the trigger. Uh, but you made a good point off air, Jeff, about comparing just the state of these, especially when you're talking about backup quarterbacks, what the switch from one to the other actually means in general. Well, I mean, this is a weird one because Basilak's better than Williams. Even though Basilak has had his struggles, you and I know well, Ben, he was at, at Mizzou for a while, now at Indiana played well early in the year, actually led the Hoosiers to that undefeated start until the wheels completely came off for Indiana. But look, this is one of those where it's a little bit of a different handicap now because normally a quarterback gets knocked out if you're on the fourth or fifth quarterback change like Indiana is. Usually that's not going to be a good sign, but for this game, might actually be better off with Basilak. Uh, So uh, it makes this game a a no better at all for me now, Ben. I was considering... Coming in on Purdue, especially if the kick was made, if there wasn't an injury to Williams now, I don't want to do it. I'm with you, and it's now up to five and a half here on Purdue after the missed yeah. kick. Uh, tri- here's your trivia question of the day, Jeff. If Purdue and Illinois both lose today, who, d- who makes it into the Big Ten, we- uh, Big Ten championship game out of the West? Do you know? 
Uh, the Big Ten championship game is canceled and Michigan gets handed the trophy. <laughs> that's, what, that's what should happen. <laughs> Iowa. It's actually Iowa who does make oh, it. If oh, my God. It <laughs> <laughs> would be so funny. It would be the cherry on top to what has been the uh, probably the worst division of any Power Five conference all year uh, in college football. Uh, in the meantime, Paul, what a fast start here for TCU. If there was any uh, potential letdown or look into the Big 12 championship game, Horn Frogs look to be ready here uh, right out of the gates. Touchdown on the opening drive, and it is 6-0 PAT pending for the Horn Frogs. I'll tell you, Ben, you know, all the markets tried to do is to kind of uh, devalue TCU and maybe keep the, the Horn Frogs down, and uh, all TCU has done to this point, a lot of football left to be played there in Fort Worth as Alabama scores a touchdown, about to go ahead of Auburn 14-7. But TCU, all they've done uh, with their quarterback, Max Duggan, who wasn't even the, the starter in their opening game this year, all they've done is just answer the bell week after week, win football games week after week. Uh, and if they take care of business uh, against Iowa State today in Fort Worth, then they'll just have one more order of business, and that will be facing most likely Kansas State, uh, which needs to beat Kansas today to qualify for the Big 12 championship game. TCU would then need to beat Kansas State next week in Arlington to qualify for the college football playoff. Be pretty amazing when you think of it uh, that way. And for, I mean, Paul, it's, it's probably pretty notable, right? You talk about how so many professional betters like yourself have been fading TCU all year. But I mean, I know you were not on the Iowa State side this time. You feel like that was a pretty, uh, pretty fair number, all things considered, uh, weighing the two teams today. I did. I think I made it at TCU about thirteen, but I just didn't want to have to have the Horn Frogs win the game by two touchdowns. I still, you know, we see games sometimes and we can't get caught up in the moment and have recency bias and so forth. But I saw how the Cyclones played against Texas, a pretty good Texas uh, team. Uh, they could have and maybe should have defeated the Longhorns in Austin a few weeks back as a double-digit underdog. So I kind of have that uh, performance etched upon my mind, so to speak. So I stayed away from it. Uh, but this TCU team, I did take them plus seven against Texas a couple of weeks back. Yep. But they just keep uh, winning football games, and it'll be interesting. I've got right now, if TCU were to play Kansas State next week, I know a lot of people have that game around pick them. Mm -hmm. Some people have even suggested that Kansas State might be the favorite. Uh, I'm making it, as we stand here today, TCU minus one, hypothetically, if they were to play Kansas State. Uh, next week there in Arlington. Uh, it'll be fascinating to see where the line and the market opens on that, which we'll see come out uh, tomorrow morning. Again, 11 a.m. That's when our, our VEASAN College Football Lines Revealed show is as all those lines are released. Uh, Jeff, I can't help but think, though, so we're, you know, we're talking here about uh, Max Duggan and TCU. With the state of the Heisman Trophy right now, uh, C.J. Stroud and Ohio State get blasted by Michigan. It was basically in the, in the market a two-player race. Stroud for Ohio State, Caleb Williams for USC. If you are of you thinking like you are, Jeff, that Notre Dame has a really good chance to either win the game or win outright, a sense that I, I wholeheartedly agree with tonight, and we'll do our full preview here in a little bit, where if you think USC goes down, who's, who becomes the guy in the Heisman Trophy race? Right now, based on the odds, it would be like Blake Corum is third, but he, was, he, did, he, did, I mean, he didn't play today. Two carries, six yards. It was Donovan Edwards who ran wild for Michigan. You, you can't think Corum is a, a real factor there. Shouldn't Duggan be the guy? I mean, realistically, if those two outcomes were to, uh, were to happen today, if TCU wins and, uh, and if Notre Dame knocks off USC later tonight? 
Well, it's been a bad week to be a Heisman candidate because Drake May was another backdoor <laughs> right. potential yeah. candidate. In North Carolina loses to NC State. There was no quarterback. By the way, Dave Doran would probably the most scathing remarks in a uh, pregame interview uh, setting that you're very used to, Ben, that we've ever heard that Dave Pash uh, put on the air yesterday. So uh, go check those out if you ever if oh, you yeah. haven't heard those yet. But uh, you know, I. Ben, you're gonna you're gonna say I'm ridiculous here, but if if Oregon wins this game and Oregon wins next week, Bo Nix might actually win the award. Now, I'm not saying that's right, because if TCU goes undefeated, Duggan I think should win the award, but don't be surprised that if Oregon goes on the road, beats their in-state rival, with Nix being injured these last few weeks, and then does it again coming here to Vegas against USC, and they do it again and win that game. Don't be surprised if Bo Nix backdoors his way to the Heisman, which would really be something else if that were to happen. And that's only, again, <laughs> yeah. that's only if that's only if USC loses tonight and Williams doesn't play well, which in all honesty, Ben, what could also happen is Williams plays great, but USC's defense is pathetic once again, and Notre Dame wins a, a shootout, and then Williams comes here to Vegas next week, USC wins, Williams looks great and he still wins the trophy. I think there's a lot that has to happen for Caleb Williams not to win now. No, it could make, a lot of sense, makes a lot of sense, and it's why it's not one of those things where, oh, if you think USC maybe loses, you go out and place a flyer on one of these guys to win the Heisman because there's so many uh, multi-tiered facets of that handicap uh, when it comes into the Heisman Trophy race. Just with all the upsets happening today, it's just interesting to peel back the layer and go to the, to the Heisman race right now uh, with where we stand. As far as the top games right now, uh, Auburn got up to the great start, but it is unraveling. Bryce Young with a rushing touchdown. Auburn turned it over. Alabama... Uh, is is already up 14-7 here and just got the ball back here at the end of the first quarter. So Alabama back to that. Uh, they were a second ago at the pre-flop number of 22, but it's now up to 24 and a half. And uh, as I'm saying that, it has ticked up even further following the turnover to 27 and a half Alabama at BetMGM. 64 and a half your total right now as we, we await to see if Auburn can stabilize there. Meanwhile, TCU up to 16 and a half point live and 48 and a half is your total uh, there against Iowa State. So uh, that's that's where we stand at the moment, and uh, Purdue punted again, uh, by the way, Jeff. So back down to three and a half live uh, against TCU. You, were you thinking, Jeff, with seeing Iowa State look as uh, uninterested as they have early, and I mean, they go give up a touchdown, and then you go three and out on your first drive here. Have to think there's nothing you want to do in game with with this spot outside of maybe like a Iowa State team total under. They've been a very bad offense. I, I just don't know if it's a little bit too late to get in on that as we sit here at 16 and a half and 47 and a half on the total. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't bother with it. And again, this has just been a nightmare year for Matt Campbell, who, again, had all these opportunities to get out of Ames. These elite programs wanted him. It's going to be a while again before Campbell's able to get one of those elite jobs, potentially again, because uh, this has really just been a mess for Iowa State this whole year. Yeah, they've lost a, a bunch, a lot of close games lost those, that stretch where they lost four straight one-score games, but four and eight's four and eight, Ben. Not good. Not good for Matt Campbell, as, uh, the, as the Cyclones have looked totally outmatched early in this spot. Other quick update we'll get you before we uh, get to a break here. Oregon State, Oregon. So far, four drives between the two teams. Three scores, and Oregon on the fourth is threatening right now in field goal range as we just start the second quarter. It's been a fast-moving game there in Corvallis. 10-7 to the Beavers, but it's Oregon laying two and a half right now. 
with a third and eight coming up on the Oregon State 20. So can Bo Nix, can he deliver somehow keep his name in the back door to win the Heisman Trophy? We'll see what happens on this third and eight for Nix. As on the other side, we're going to welcome in Mike Piranio, who's the race and sportsbook manager over at Mandalay Bay, as we traditionally do at this time on Saturday. So he'll join Jeff over at Mandalay Bay as we continue to keep you posted on all the big late afternoon action in college football. This is Live Bet Saturday on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vsin.com to check out the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving on every game? The betting splits page updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes so you can see the changes in all the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match public opinion. You can also check out future events as well. Betting splits. Another way VEASAN is here to make you smarter, better year-round. Check it out today. Betting splits for every game at VEASAN.com. Live Bet Saturday here on VEASAN. I'm Jeff Parles here at the Mandalay Bay at BetMGM Sportsbook. To my left, Mike Peranio, the racing sportsbook director here for Mandalay Bay. I hope you had a good, a good uh, holiday. Uh, yeah, Mike. we did. I mean, it's a little slow today, but we had World Cup big action this morning. Uh, we got some decent-sized horse play in today. Uh, a couple guys from Del Mar Horse Owners. Rick Patino's in town for Iona, and him, Bob Bone, and uh, Nick Ann, or uh, sorry, Tony Ann are here. And they've been playing big, so we're having some money in the horses today. But uh, Hopefully, these games will go the way we want it. Iona plays at the Orleans. Yeah, it's Santa a writing Clara. game, which is weird for a tournament game. But, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's well, kind of strange. Second, right? Last second one. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Good matchup, though. Two yeah, good, uh, I agree. Uh, uh, Non-power uh, non conference teams uh, squared off at the Orleans a little later in college hoops. Uh, let's just go with the result earlier because that was a big one for everyone in every yeah. sort of way. Michigan goes on the road. And leaves no doubt. 45-23 final. Mike, uh, this closed Ohio State uh, at some books as high as nine and a half. And no problem for the Wolverines going on the road and beating Ohio State for the second consecutive season. Yeah, and I mean, that was it was 50-50 action for us on that game. But uh, I, I was listening to some of the announcers, and they, they've already put Ohio State out of the playoffs, which is interesting. But maybe when you get beat that bad at home, you shouldn't be in the playoffs. So. Well, it's a, it's, a weird, it's a weird scenario now well, all you're over right. the place because, look, Georgia's it. doesn't matter yeah. what happens in Atlanta right. next week. They, they handle Georgia Tech after a slow start today. They're in. Michigan, I mean, look, I don't care if it's Purdue. I don't care if it's Iowa. Right. I don't care if it's Illinois. I know Illinois took them to the brink last week. Michigan's winning next week in Indianapolis. And then TCU, doesn't matter. Even if they win today, as long as they don't get destroyed by K-State or Texas next week, they're Team 3. Who knows who Team That's 4 true. is at this point? I mean, I, I, let me do my uh, impression. Just hold on a second. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, No game's guaranteed, but I think Michigan's probably going to get through that. So I'll ask you this, because we, uh, when we're usually when, we're at, when I'm at the South Point, I'll ask Vinny Maliulo the same question. Right. Of From a bookmaker's perspective, if you had a 1 through 4, 
you'd have a totally different one through four than what the playoff <laughs> ends up being here, Mike. Yeah, that's true. It's not based on uh, the sports books and who we think is the best team, which, you know, is probably the real indication of who the best teams are if you want to know the truth. I mean, if you put lines out on games and they match up similarly, you can kind of tell who, who really is the best team. But uh, it's going to be interesting. We're looking forward to it. I mean, here in Vegas, though, December 2nd, we got the Pac-12 championship here in town. So. Right, Southern Cal already clinched. Yeah, I mean. Or Oregon, if they win today, they will be the opponent, which would be a great draw entertaining-wise, yep. selling the building out-wise, yeah. and also, too, uh, betting-wise, of course. Yeah. Everyone will make their way here before they make their way across the uh, the Hacienda Bridge right across to uh, Legion State. Yeah, I think it's going to be well attended. I think we're going to get a little taste of what maybe the Super Bowl in 2024 might look like. Right. Because it's teams from different places in Vegas. So right. it's going to be interesting. We can't wait. And it keeps getting better and better here in Vegas. Absolutely. Now, looking back before we look to tonight's games and tomorrow in the NFL, Thanksgiving-wise, how did it go for you guys here at BetMGM? You know, it's probably redundant. I keep saying it, but the, the two dogs, of course, made us money. And then, the you know, the last game, we had some big bets come in late, uh, good-sized ones on uh, the New Patriots. England. So we ended up doing well on all three games, uh, which with the one, it, that second game really wasn't a big dog. It was two and a half, two, I think, right? The line on the... Yeah, two and a half, yeah. two and a half, two. Yeah. So that wasn't a huge uh, favorite dog, but we did well. It was a good Thanksgiving for the books. World Cup, a week in now. Uh, Argentina just handled Mexico 2 nothing while these games were going on. Or excuse me, 2 nil. I got to get the terminology <laughs> right, Mike. But how has that been so far? Uh, it, very... Uh, with the fall winter tournament, some weirdness expected, and we have gotten that so far. Yeah, I mean, I, it's amazing what Saudi Arabia did, although yeah. I'm not sure that I've heard they were even investigating that, maybe. So we'll see what happens with that. But uh, it's interesting because draws always make us money, and we've had enough good good matchups with draws that that's going to give us a little advantage in the three-way betting. People want to bet a team to win. They don't care about the injury time. It's our job to explain it when they bet, otherwise they're going to be upset. Right. But uh, uh, that's another good reason to have those house rules so you know how to bet three ways. But uh, draws are always good. Japan, of course, that upset. Saudi Arabia upset. Mexico losing today was a good result for us, I'm sure. Uh, that was the controversy today. Had some controversy on what's going on the big screen with sound. And I, I'm trying to explain to people, I know it's World Cup, but we have like a thousand times more money bet on the Ohio State-Michigan game. Oh, that'll be tomorrow, right? Yeah. This right smack dab in the early slate tomorrow yeah. in the NFL. Spain plays Germany. Yeah. If we're in the middle of June, like the World Cup usually is, there'd be no doubt what would be on the big screen right. by. Luckily at Mandalay Bay, we have so many big screens. Yeah, you're in good shape. There's not that many games tomorrow because they had Thanksgiving and Monday night, Sunday night. So we'll be able to get that on a big screen. All right, let's go to later today. Notre Dame-USC is the marquee one later. Irish playing much better of late, coming off just destroying Boston College. USC's in a win-and-in scenario. You yeah. win this week, win next week, especially with what happened in Columbus today. Lincoln Riley and company would be in the college football playoff in all likelihood. What has that been like uh, action-wise here? Toggling, I know it opened six, but has come down as the week's gone through. Yeah, it's uh, actually all the way down to four and a half now. There's a late uh, movement on that. I don't know if it's done anything since I checked last Still time. Still four and a half, Okay. Yeah. Tickets are two to one on USC, but the money's two to one on Notre Dame. 
So that gives you one. That's one of those split games where if you're looking for teams to bet, dogs especially, you want both the tickets and the money to be on the favorite and then bet the dog. When it's split like this, it's a little different. You don't know what wise guys are taking, etc. cetera. Uh, but, yeah, it's definitely going to be a, a game where we need USC, which is kind of surprising to me. That's, uh, you don't say that very often. <laughs> I know. Well, <laughs> It's a favorite, and we need it. That's the first thing that's, that looks at me. But USC is pretty close here. Notre Dame has fans all over the country. I'm sure that was part of it. Before we get to NFL action here, as we're beyond the halfway point of the NFL season now, Mike. Yeah. Uh, later, uh, Tennessee and Vanderbilt. I, I, the only reason I bring this up, it's one of those weird ones where Tennessee season went up in flames last week. On top of losing to South Carolina by a ton, who got there outright right. again against Clemson today. Um they don't have their quarterback. Hooker got hurt last week towards ACL. Joe Milton, the Michigan transfer, will start for Tennessee. Vanderbilt needs a win for bowl eligibility. And we kind of talked about this team the whole day of there's a reason teams aren't bowl eligible going into their right. last game. More times than not, it's because they're not particularly good. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I can't tell you that's a, a very wise thought because I can't tell you how many times I've said that to people. If a team needs, in the NFL especially, if a team yes. needs to win, there's a reason. Right. And it's because they, and I use the S word, but uh, I won't use that even though <laughs> this is probably not cable. But, uh, it, it's true, though. When I, it, Never bet a team that needs to win because there's a reason for it. And very few people realize that, and I know you do. No, hey, look, even though this is a game I do like Vandy to cover to spread. Right. Because of the injuries with, with Milton, there were some games earlier in the day right. where you have to at least tread a little carefully. Yeah, plus, Tennessee maybe doesn't care now. Right. They, this is a little bit different, but, again, there yeah. are. There or, are there, or they're mad and they're going to stomp. Right. You know? <laughs> Again, it's college football. Anything can happen. You know that. That's yeah. been proven so far today. All right, NFL-wise, right. you got some big-time 10-to-1 ticket counts yeah. here. And it's pretty funny because looking at the three that you have listed here, I'm on the side with the one ticket count on one of them, and I'm on the 10-to-1 on the 10th <laughs> side on another of these games, Mike. Yeah, so the the ticket discrepancy games, uh, they're all, like you said, in the 10 to 1, the big ones. Ravens minus the 3.5. I'm not sure I didn't check the lines 10 minutes ago, but Ravens are big on 10 to 1 tickets. Seahawks, three at minus 3.5. Bucks minus 3.5. All are 10 to 1 tickets, and they're 3.5 point favorites. I mean, th- th- I tell you what, you cannot play those games when it's 10 to 1 tickets and you're laying 3.5. I mean, you can if you want to, but it's at your own risk. The money discrepancy was Chargers minus two and a half, Cardinals, and Seahawks are minus three and a half. So they have both money and tickets. And Jets are minus seven. That's a money discrepancy, four to one on the Bears. Yeah, still the assumption with that, even more so than everyone wants. Wow, Mike White in for Zach Wilson and all that. Right. Stuff. It's more that we don't know if Justin Fields is going to play. The market is sure telling us yeah. Justin Fields is not going to play tomorrow, which that's good true. luck if that's Trevor Simeon in that one. It's funny on that on that Ravens Jaguars game, where Lamar Jackson banged up in practice this week. Right. The Jaguars are off a bye. The analytics community loves the Jaguars, yet right. everyone has come out and bet the Ravens. This yeah, week. I mean you still got to go against the public, but how does he get hurt in practice? I don't understand that. Who knows? That can't happen. Mike Peranio, everyone, if you come to Manly Bay, come say hello on a on a great day like this. Uh, as always, Mike, pleasure. Pleasure. Hope Thanks for having holiday. me on. And uh, we'll be back with more Live Bet Saturday next.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Live Bet Saturday on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. Attention BetMGM customers, have a friend who loves sports as much as you do. Here's a chance for both of you to earn a $50 bonus when they sign up through BetMGM's Refer a Friend program. Just sign into your BetMGM account and click on the Refer a Friend program to send your friend a message inviting them to register a new account in the same state you use BetMGM in. Once your friend signs up and makes a deposit, they'll receive a $50 bonus. And once your friend places a bet with their bonus and the wager is settled, you'll receive a $50 bonus as well. Share the excitement at BetMGM and get a $50 bonus. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable site credit. Site credit expires in 30 days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi and Nevada. We welcome you back. It's a live Bet Saturday here presented by BetMGM. Back with uh, Paul Stone from Circa. I'm Ben Wilson here at the South Point. Thanks, as always, to Mike Piranio from Behind the Glass, uh, the racing sportsbook manager over at Mandalay Bay for joining Jeff. Uh, Jeff back with us from Mandalay Bay as well. So while you guys are talking, Jeff, we've had some scoring going on. Uh, Paul, Auburn's tried to stay in this game against Alabama. It appears as though the issue is going to be the Tigers' 
ability to get stops on the tide here. 21-14 Alabama. Uh, if you look at the, at the drive so far, outside of one punt to start the game for the tide, Paul, it has been touchdown, touchdown, touchdown here for, for Alabama. 21-14 right now. As I look at the live number updating on my screen, uh, we're seeing Alabama minus 20 and a half, 68 and a half your total. So well, well over uh, on the pregame pace of 51. And you certainly, I'd imagine, Paul, are going to be sweating this thing out, uh, having taken Auburn with the 22 based on the flow of the game so far. Yeah, like you pointed out, Ben, I mean, Auburn's, Auburn's defense has, has been their Achilles heel all season, and Alabama still has a, uh, you know, championship caliber offense. They've got a great quarterback, uh, obviously, in Young, and they've got still got a lot of weapons. They don't have quite the same type of receivers uh, that they've had uh, in their recent historical run, but uh, – yeah, Auburn's going to have to going to have to keep scoring, I think, and they're going to have to get a stop or two for us Auburn plus 22 backers. Uh, no doubt. Going to need at least one at some point. Meanwhile, Jeff, in the, in the game formerly known as the Civil War in Corvallis, Oregon and Oregon State, we had a ton of scoring early, and then uh, the last time we'd updated this game, Oregon was in the red zone, had a fourth and three in the Oregon State 15. The pass from Bo Nix went backwards behind the line of scrimmage. Oregon turned it over on downs. Since then, this game is just ground to a complete halt. Back-to-back -back punts. Then Oregon State's backup quarterback, Ben Gobranson, throws a horrific interception, giving Oregon great field position. And then the Ducks go four and out. Nick sacked on a fourth and 11, at fourth and 13, rather, at the Oregon State 35. So I uh, talk about a, a tale of two quarters so far, all sorts of scoring in the first. And here we go, 7.45 to go second quarter. 10-7 Oregon State, and they just got the ball back here. Jeff Lang, two and a half live, and a 55 and a half total right now at BetMGM. Yeah, I, I think everything's right there. The only thing I'd consider doing actually would be going over that total. That's a little bit less than the pre-flop here yeah. because, look, uh, Oregon had the 10-play, 60-yard drive. I got no points out of it. The uh, Look, you're allowed to have a three and out in this game. It just It happens. It's football. And then who knows? I mean, Gobranson just made a horrible throw. So I would only look to an over here. I think this is playing out to end up being as coin flippy of a game as we will see all day in college football. No result would shock me, which means I don't want anything to do with a side in game here. Do not blame you whatsoever for, for wanting to look that direction. Uh, and as far as the uh, the other game right now that uh, at least has, we're talking about either conference title or uh, we've got college football playoff implications and TCU. I mean, this thing, uh, this game looks over already. We're in the first quarter still. It's 24 nothing Horn Frogs marching up and down the field all over Iowa State. Uh, Jeff and I had said this earlier. I'm not, I don't know, if, if you told me right now Ohio State or Iowa State would not score in this game, I would not be all that surprised. 31 and a half is the live number. 57 and a half uh, is your total there, Jeff. Uh, just an absolute beat down there in Fort Worth. And uh, no look ahead so far for TCU ahead to next week in the Big, uh, Big 12 championship spot there. Look, I don't know how Paul feels about what I'm about to say, but if TCU wins today, Assuming they don't blow a 24-point lead to a team that can't really move the ball. I think it's. I think TCU is locked in. It doesn't matter what they do next week in Arlington. As long as they don't lose by 50 to Kansas State or Texas next week, TCU is in the college football playoff. So uh, credit to Sonny Dykes, who, again, when you have a coach who is as good as Gary Patterson was and for as long as Gary Patterson was there in Fort Worth, it is hard to follow it up. And we are talking year one undefeated regular season in college football playoff. That is an amazing coaching job any way you slice it by Sonny Dykes. 
Yeah, Paul, what do you think yeah, on, I mean, on that? Would you, I mean, I, I, as I look, it's funny because as I look down the list of the potential teams to get in the playoff, I think what Jeff's saying you know, does, does make a lot more sense, at least to me on the surface, as you really break down the teams and the resumes and where they're at right now. I mean, it does. And, and we've still got uh, Notre Dame traveling to USC tonight. And what if Notre Dame wins that game? I mean, you know, it could be complete chaos. So, uh, I, I had not thought of TCU's playoff hopes in, in those uh, in those parameters, but they, you know, that certainly uh, makes sense. I mean, there's there's going to be some uh, uh, there's going to be some more teams losing, and who would have thought, you know, this time last week or uh, early Saturday morning last week, that one of the teams that's going to have the biggest influence on the college football playoff, the South Carolina Gamecocks. Oh. Yeah, took wild. out Tennessee last the week into their hopes. Whatever clo hopes Clemson had uh, going into today, Clemson's hopes are over. The Gamecocks playing a big role in the 2022 playoff uh, picture. And to think, Jeff, that our alma mater, Missouri Tigers, not went on the road and beat them by multiple scores. Yeah, that's why Missouri's uh, bowl eligible no more more times than that not. Is that. That's kind of amazing. But no, yeah. hey, look, look, it's uh, it really is kind of amazing how this is all played out where. Look, Georgia's been Georgia this year. Credit to Kirby Smart for not having a letdown with his team at all this year. They're, look, I, I, I know people will want to take LSU next week. Georgia will win that game. I don't know if they'll cover 15 points. But after that, Michigan's getting there. And TCU, I, don't, I really don't care what happens next week. TCU should be there. They have done enough to be one of the four playoff teams, especially with everything that has happened behind them. I mean, right now, Georgia will be one, Michigan two, TCU, assuming they hang on to the 24-0 lead, will go to three. I think procedurally, and we'll, we'll, again, in our final hour, we'll preview the LSU A&M spot tonight. LSU will move to four procedurally, but you, if you're a three-loss team Maybe. and you lose to Georgia, you're, I mean, you're not going to stand in that top four for LSU. And at that point, it would really come down to if USC, uh, you know, if USC is able to win out, they would be in that number four spot. After that, I mean, it's two lost Alabama, two lost Clemson, Oregon, Tennessee. None of those teams we don't think are getting in right now. And so for, uh, for TCU with that win, uh, even if South uh, USC runs the table, there, there could still be that number four spot available, even if TCU were to go down to Kansas State. I can see the logic, Jeff, how the pathway you just, uh, you just lined out there would play out potentially in favor of the Horned Frogs. I uh, do want to get a halftime thought, though, Jeff, from you quick, because we are at the break here. Purdue and Indiana, could we see more chaos in the Big Ten West? Uh, and in the meantime, Illinois is running roughshod on Northwestern, up 17-0 right now. So it, it's pretty simple. If Purdue can erase a four-point halftime deficit, they're in the Big Ten championship game. If they can't, looks like it's going to be Illinois in that Big Ten West spot here. So Purdue minus 6.5, Jeff, for the second half, 24.5-year total. Uh, not much to like about the first-half effort here from the Boilermakers. Do you think Jeff Brom's club on the road fighting for the old Oaken Bucket can turn things around there in Bloomington? First off, the old oak and bucket, one of the best rivalry trophies there is in college football. True statement. Always love that ridiculous-looking thing. Look, I, I, I think Purdue is, is a team that has been pretty darn talented this year that has found ways to lose games. And it's funny because Brom is a coach I like, but in-game he does so many weird things. And this would be the coup de grace, though, because, again, Indiana is on their starting quarterback from the beginning of the year who was benched because of bad play. 
I actually am going to take Purdue in the second half. I think they find a way to get this thing done and then go to Indianapolis next week and play Michigan a little bit tighter than we would expect for about three quarters, Ben. I'm with you. I mean, it's one of those things like it's not backed up at all by the box score, what you're seeing. Uh, where one, no, of the worst, just, one of the worst, Indiana is one of the worst rush defenses in, in all yeah. of Division One. Purdue has eight carries for 20 yards in the first half. I mean, it shouldn't <laughs> take a genius to figure out a halftime adjustment there. And it's why, to me, I mean, I said this at the top, uh, to, to especially, uh, Jeff, when we, we first thought about this game from the in-game angle, under three would be the buy point for Purdue. So I'm, I'm with you, Jeff. I, I wanted to hear what you had to say first, but I think I'm going to fire uh, on, that, on that as well. Paul, I don't know where you stand on that, but I mean, also look at, I mean, Indiana, 27 carries a buck 66 on the ground at a touchdown so far. Hard pressed to see them duplicating the six yards of carry in the second half. Uh, in the meantime, Alabama has scored again. So 27-14, Ja'Cory Brooks from 32 yards out. Alabama with the PAT pending. This game could go over in the first half based on the pace we're on right now. 28-14 would be our score with the PAT coming up. Okay, as we get ready for our final hour of Live Bet Saturday, Paul has a play on the Apple Cups. So you want to stay, stay around for that. Uh, Paul has a play on the Washington Wazoo spot as well as a total to give out in the Syracuse-Boston College situation going on there. And we'll get into our previews. Notre Dame-USC, who will prevail in that spot, as well as the other big games of that, including LSU and Texas A&M. We'll preview all of them in our final hour here on Live Bet Saturday. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.